Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Pack Stereo on the Internet at Live365.com. Typically, 
Caucasians make up 50% of all movie sales. African Americans about 15% big. And Hispanics about 21%. For this movie, 37% of the ticket buyers were African American. 35% were Caucasians and Hispanics were 18%. Wow. Most superhero movies tend to draw an audience that are 15% African American. And, uh, and it's also up for women. So the whole thing is up for women. Now, the thing that they're talking about, Vic, is that it's, it's a trend. And they say, well, it's really just saying that the industry is just recognizing the obvious, which is black people. But this shows you the state of the consciousness of the world out there. So this is news. And they talk also how this comes after the recent hit, Get Out, right, mm-hmm. which was a satirical uh, view of race relations in the United States. It was the highest grossing film for a first-time filmmaker. Okay, and uh, that was two hundred fifty-five million on a budget of four million. Right now, they say together, this especially with the Black Panther cast, almost entirely African American, bunch of female characters that they say this represents a trend. Mm. So I'm, I'm just saying we're having to give it up to the mm. the filmmakers. I wish God his other film haven't watched it yet. Okay. I thought it was typically about the same. The same is uh, you really just have to kind of look at when when it's a heavier investment in the production, it transcends. Period. Doesn't matter. So to me, it's more about the economics. Okay, and and the economics say if you have a limited. Um, release, say, in limited theaters, you get what you invest. You get in the return. And they treated this like it was transparent. It's a good superhero Marvel comic development. And uh, to me, that's kind of like the bottom line to me. It's, you know, I don't know. I, I'll say this. Let's say the next four or five movies are superheroes of different ethnicities, including African American, they all bomb. Is that a trend? Or is that production? <laughs> so I'm just going to say, let's keep it, you know, I think they have all the right things coming together. I, I think when it's a good movie, you know, when there's a first-timer, they think out of the box, or it's been percolating a while, and we had talked about this before. This was a development starting in 2005. So it, it and most of the time when you look at production, is it really a trend or is it that it took that long to percolate for the right timing and bringing everything together? And most of it is about money. So um, most people want as much money as they can to, to throw into expanding as much as they can with, with the storyline and everything. And I think from what I've seen here, just from the commercials, and I haven't seen it yet, uh, it, was an, it was very intriguing. Right? And uh, so far, the, the ratings look good. And they got some wonderful actors in there, man. So they made sure not to spare no expense. That's just my opinion. Well, there we go. So I'm I'm going to try to get out to see it very soon. If it wasn't for all this stuff that we had going on, I would have seen it already. We had a busy Friday. Saturday, I attended the Najee and Gary Taylor concert at M3 Live in Anaheim, Vic. 
really a good show. Uh, Najee put, put, did a wonderful job. Right, I and saw a couple of lives. Yeah, and I posted some on Facebook. Yeah, I posted some on Facebook. Some of the uh, the scenes. Let's see, maybe if I can, what if I can show one? But I posted on Facebook some of the scenes, both from Najee and from Gary Taylor, who uh, was there. And so it, it was it was an enjoyable show. And I want to say thank you to my good buddy uh, Celeste Parrish, who not only uh, chauffeured us safely to and from the event, but was able to, you know, I'm a difficult passenger sometimes, you know. I'm a difficult passenger sometimes. Right. And, you know, uh, but she managed to tolerate me in this. Uh, here's one. This is a nice show. Let's, let's take a look. Here's Gary Taylor live. Let's see how this translates. So, without an Anaheim, M3 Live, uh, and Najee, the, hey, the band was slamming. I was in the front row. I'm so blessed. I was actually in the front row. I posted some Facebook pictures of me putting my feet on the stage. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's called front row. I don't know, Big C. You know, some of these days, stuff, having a bunch of, uh, oh, yeah, Firefox says it's not responding. Yeah, you know how it is sometimes, man. If I can get it to stop, not my computer. All right, so we don't, obviously that doesn't want to show. But anyway, we enjoyed the show. If you want to see, go on Facebook and take a look. And I have posted uh, some things uh, from that. Hey, Vic, quick announcement, too. Everybody needs to know. That currently, right now, there is a live protest going on at the White House. Yeah. It's hitting all the news. It's the kids involved. It's the young folks that are, who are taken to the streets to do this, and they're hitting the streets. And uh, it's going on right now. So not that I want you to leave us, but I want you to be aware of all the things that's going on. So, oh, yeah, so I guess, guess they're not going to mess with the kids. No tweeting about the kids, huh? Hey, don't don't even go there, man. I don't even go there. It takes it takes them this much, and the campaign's on. Stay away from the kids, and that's what he's going to do. You won't see anything with the kids. <laughs> well, that's the thing. He said he's going to be meeting with them on Wednesday. Why? Because someone told him he should do it. Um, so you told you do it. Hey, so that gets us to the topics for today, you guys, because we're going to have the topics for today. I know for me, uh, backlash specifically to Trump's blaming FBI Russia probe for failure to investigate the Florida shooter tips and the fact that the president fumbled once again. What about the FBI? They, they, did they not drop the ball to the FBI? Oh, totally. I mean, there's, literally, a, in fact, there's, a, there's a whole list of people dropping the ball. Wow, they did it And badly. it's a systems issue. Uh, badly. And, but I would tell you this. This would probably would shock people. I bet you if you make a list of the top things that people get notified and were to go look right now, and what I bet you they routinely <laughs> miss 70%. Okay? So I bet you you haven't had any systems reviews. 
because these are new standards. They didn't exist before. Once you decide that you want them to start doing all these things, then you also have to decide how you want them to do it. And when it's never been done before, I can tell you, mistakes are made. It's always about the, oh, oh, health care is no different. I'm sorry. Health care is no different. Health care, mm-hmm. police, fire, it's oh. all handled the same. So we're talking about that. Also, in Marijuana for Dummies today, Vic, I'll be talking about what it means for Berkeley to be a sanctuary city, right. which it is supposed to be now. I'll also be telling you about I had two other related stories, uh, that Pennsylvania is opening their medical dispensaries, the first ones by this weekend. And that the Philadelphia DA has already started dismissing, uh, dismissing marijuana arrests. Yeah. Mm. So there you yeah. go. That'll be a marathon over doing. What about you in sports and hot picks? Uh, sports is, is, you know, it's nothing that you guys already know. Uh, NBA All-Star Weekend. Everybody loves LA. They, help, they love the whole setup, the accommodations, the whole thing. We're going to say, did you get what you expected out of it? And then look at all the categories from this. Slam dunk, skills, challenges, the game, the celebrity game, and so forth and so on. And also, uh, you know, hey, look, I've really enjoyed the Olympics in Pyeongchang. Now, I know that everybody's going to talk about the Americans not doing that well. Well, get over it. Norway, yeah. Norway's, a new badass. All the time. Norway's new badass. That Nordic country's the badass on the block, keeping it locked like that. Hot picks. I thought it was always time because I'm actually doing my little thing with the Black History Month. Every day of this month, I sit back and say, hey, let me just remember people who have commanded some form of success. And I've also uh, connected that to the Native um, American or the Native Indian. And so the Hot Picks is going to recognize those uh, young ladies who happen to have a Native Indian descent and which wow. particular ethnicity dominates out of the groups, whether it's Apache, Cherokee Creek, Choctaw, you name it. Which ones dominate the most? And so we're going to recognize them. Wow. Well, it's going to be a great day. A great day in the neighborhood. And now it's time for me to break out. In honor of the Black Panther, I'm going to break out one of my own special superpower tools here at Paxter, which is the magic looking glass. I keep a, a chant that I have to use when I fire up the magic looking glass. It goes, magic, magic looking glass. Let them know we see their ass. Being good is such a task. That's why we love our looking glass. So we got the magic looking glass. Start to see y'all. Oh, y'all nasty. Oh, let's say hi to some of you. On Facebook, I can see you too all around there. Carl Anthony, Andrea Morris, CFC's out there, Vic, Bill Cuthbert, Marilyn Fonseca, Frank Dry, hey, Carla Harris. Wanda Johnson, what's happening, y'all? Kristen Speller. Hello, Lorraine. There's my auntie. I'm Marjorie. That's for my auntie. Peter Spivak, my buddy from the high school football team, is there. Pete Peterson. Hamza. Mohammed, my buddy from Howard. Pete Peterson, Tracy Pearson, Beatrice Davis, Scott Hill, man. Carl Anthony. Michelle Grace Soriano. My co-workers. Oh, uh, Cindy Gooch-Lag, what's happening, Cindy? Beverly North, Karen Quinn, Patricia Lawrence, Jose Venegas. How much time do I have? Oh, the magic looking glasses. It's powerful. Jose Venegas, Michael York, my buddy, Atomic Dog, Renee Dobson, tune into that. Gary Scott, hey, Marilyn Harris, 
Laylee Ann, Cheryl Aronson, Alan Lattimore, Veronica Shakespeare, what's happening, Veronica? Beverly North, okay, Elena, what's happening, Elena? I can see y'all. I can see y'all with the magic looking glass. I think it's running low. You gotta re- reset the magic looking glass. It's where we get to see you, all those Facebook friends hanging out there. Coming by. Oh, I can see you still. Wash your hands. Hygiene is important when you do those things. I'm Mario Hensley. This is the magic looking glass. Gotta put it away. They don't reuse this time. Powerful. I know. Powerful stuff. There you go. Don't reuse it. Don't wanna. Don't go. Don't wanna overuse it. <laughs> Every week I get to do a slideshow animation, and why I get to fire up a little something, something. Those of you, you tuned into the pre-show, I've been smoking all morning. But you know, the whole thing is to have a sativa, mellow sativa, because I've been smoking all morning, and it's been wonderful. And uh, this is a 420-friendly show. And I told you, you got to start easy in the mornings because you got to go light. But I've been up. I've had some uh, sustenance and things are good. I, and I, by the way, I don't know if you all saw I forgot is my note. For those of you that pre-show, I don't know if you've got a chance to see it, but the pre-show, which every week we showcase Mac McAllister's Retro Jazz and Blues. Mac, you had me cracking up. It was one thing, Vic, when he did the hour show, for all those years, but now that he's up to ante by making it a one-hour video show, right. and the videos are actually funny, you have me cracking up. Okay. So now I gotta watch the show. Right. Now, Matt, that kind of messed with me last night because I typically used to put this show on when I was getting in bed and just chill out that last hour. So now I gotta sit and watch it, okay? But I still chill out tonight, and in the morning I watch it in the pre-show here. But I give it up to Mac McAllister. Oh, yeah. Retro Jazz and Blues, 77. Uh, stuck button, what can I say? The 77 back with a... Uh, oh, here's a note, too. Alexa wanted me to make sure you knew that she could do these a couple of new things. Alexa, sing good morning, please. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Okay, all right. Bravo. <laughs> this way, here's this week's slideshow animation. Victor and Nico, from, the, from last week's I, Victor, the award-winning show. Now, Victor came out in a strange garb, which has been the top of the town, 50 Shades of Grey, I think. <laughs> or it, I don't know what it was. Y'all take a look. Enjoy this, and we'll be right back. And then ask Vic, what was his intentions? Okay. Here's this week's slide slideshow animation. Thank you. 
situation. Yeah, they could explain this one. This is easy, old man. This is easy. All right, yeah, two things coming together last week. You had Valentine's Day and you had Black Panther. And I know that Valentine's Day happens to be a day that women focus on more so than men. And Black Panther happens to be a day where men say, yo, this is what, yeah, that's me. We tend to look at it that way a little bit. Not saying that women don't, I'm just saying. So I said, let me just bring them together. How important is the commercial Valentine's Day to something that's historically referencing something of history that will probably live on for a long, long time? What's the significance? Then I unfolded it and said, well, wait, wait a minute. wonder if your Valentine's Day you get comes with his Black Panther experience. And if he really felt he had the power, would you still feel the same about your Valentine's Day? And that was the whole message. No, that no kinky sexual <laughs> shit. I didn't say, I didn't say what it was. I left that up to the It looked like some kinky sexual <laughs> shit. Hey, man. I heard what you said. <laughs> but on the other hand, when I look at the stuff, I say, well, it don't look like that. It, it looks look like some kinky sexual shit. Hey, look. Miko did a good job of going eyes wide shut with Tom Cruise. For those of you who go, well, what is that? Go back about, what, 15 plus years or something. Nicole Kidman, that whole freaky dicky stuff in the big castle, they wore masks and the whole thing. I was just saying, look, have you ever been in a situation with somebody who all of a sudden they popped out a persona that caught you totally off guard and they really felt that way? All I know is they were just faking it for a movie and they got married. That's right. That's right. Still winning the I was going to have a you and me show. Hey, man, look, so, look. Maybe some after effects that we don't hey, know. Man, this is not transparent. This is the real deal. People have dealt with this. I bet you somebody out there actually had a Black Panther experience on Valentine's Day. We just don't know who it is. <laughs> I want to, hey, we got to ask Matt because they got a Black Panther up there in Port Townsend. Because it's cold up there. Alexa, what's the weather in Port Townsend, Washington? Right now in Port Townsend, Washington, it's 34 degrees Fahrenheit with clear skies and sun. Today's forecast has mostly sunny weather with a high of 37 degrees and a low of 26 degrees. Dang, okay. Thank you, baby. Thank no, you. That ain't happening. Black Panther's staying in the house. Back, they got Black Panther up there in Port Townsend. <laughs> He's staying in the house. They got Black Panther up there in Port Townsend. <laughs> All right. Y'all ready for some news? Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time. The good news, the bad news, and the other shit. Yeah! The good news! Other news! Now go well, everybody. We already alluded to the wonderful story of the Black Panther movie, which is a dramatic success, and how much it's been... You know, it's just, I love when black folks, see, for all the white folks who may not understand, despite what you may think after having President Obama, a lot of black folks don't give us that much shit to cheer about, okay? I'm just giving you, you may not realize that, so, to say it. And we ain't the only ones. There's some people out there, but there are people who don't get that much stuff to cheer about. So when they get something to cheer about, they make a big deal. So the Black Panther movie which I haven't seen. I'm trying to go today or tomorrow. 
All I can tell you, when I went out Saturday night to the uh, concert, Gary Taylor and Najee, they were, that's all they were talking about. And these were older folks. These were older black folks. And I'm like, damn, what comic book y'all reading? <laughs> but they were, and females too. So we already talked about the wonderful story of that, which is the story, to me, the happy story of the week. And so I wanted to acknowledge that and get a little bit, because it needs to be highlighted, and also the fact that that filmmaker, who had a previous success, will take a look at the people behind it. We'll be have some more of this later on next week, maybe. But we'll be talking about this. But just take a look. We want to celebrate them. But then, the, then reality hits. And the whole thing about the Florida shooting and the president's, well, I think we were talking about it earlier, right. series of errors by a bunch of people. Right. See, once you start talking about tip management, especially at the FBI, I don't know if we can get an idea of the actual scope of the call center problems. I don't know what it is, but I would guess that when you look at things like the FBI, okay, uh, the police department, I know what it was in the medical world at a regular Kaiser facility during the night. Right. And that was a bunch of calls. Right. I can't imagine what the police or the FBI big, so I bet you one day we have to go see what, and once they open it up so that you communicate with them through the Internet, then you have a problem with oversight, hiring the individuals, training the individuals, oversight of individuals, quality control performance. And I just pointed out, and I'm not making excuses for them, I'm just telling you why it's always bad like this. Same thing in medicine. It didn't exist before. The concept of giving you aftercare instructions when you leave the ER or the doctor, giving you a printout, that didn't exist. I was there when that came up as a concept. Okay, it really is part of the electronic medical record, which didn't exist. So I can say, prioritizing these systems, which you appropriately said comes down to what? Money. Right, we yeah. said money. We said money because that's what it is. You could, we know what it takes to ramp up anything, right? right? And then also, once you ramp up to make the public aware, because once you ramp up reporting at the FBI or local authorities, wherever you ramp it up, then you have to educate the populace to use it. So they fumbled too. Everybody fumbled. The, you know what? Every system they had mental health people come out and assess him. Now, let me just tell you this. For a lot of these situations, protocols have to be established and be changed and discussed because how we're going to deal with mental health in this country is going to change. You're being forced to, but it's going to force you to also identify certain priorities. And it does always these things affect your civil rights because what you really need is a way to report certain individuals. And based upon the reports, they would need to go out and assess that individual. You immediately have an issue of rights mm -hmm. and authority. Right. 
So let's say you call people the hotline, the crazy folk hotline, okay? And they go out. What are their legal rights to assess this person and do all these things simply based upon this? And what happens when people abuse this system, right, and call in with crazy stories about their girlfriend or boyfriend? Mm-hmm. You know, see what I'm saying? Then you get this kind of stuff. So that has to be determined, Vic, because the first the issue that even occurs right now is that the patient has rights. Mm-hmm. When You can't just run out and put them in jail when they're having... It has to be redefined, and it obviously it was a problem before. We talked about this when you had a a family member you couldn't control. You were afraid to call the police that they would shoot them or something, but you had no rights to even get them admitted or get them any kind of mental help. So those things have to be redefined, and that gets down to our laws and the Constitution because it has to be redefined more clearly. And, I, and unfortunately, what you need is a way for people to be assessed quickly. Now, on the other hand, let's say you pass a law that when people make a report on you, the team comes out, if you meet certain criteria in the interview, they can intervene. In other words, they, are, they come out and ask you certain questions. If you don't respond appropriately, they're allowed to escalate it to another level and intervene. Right. <laughs> now, here's the problem. When you take them to wherever you take them, you're not ready for the You're not ready to give them any care. You have no place to take them, right. and you have no one there to give them any care. That's back to a question of what. Right. So my issue still is this: you need a national mental health care strategy. National. Even Kaiser doesn't do a good job of this. Nobody does. None of them do. It's been a source of irritation for me. We've talked about it on and on. Through my whole medical career, I've been, you know, basically complaining about these areas. So there doesn't exist. So we need a national mental health program. I'll tell you what. I'll give you two questions or two options, and you tell me what will come first. Which one will probably be dealt with at half some area of success and accomplishment. The treatment and the directive towards mental care, mental care, I'm sorry, mental care, uh, follow-up, oversight, and, of course, uh, treatment, or gun law. Because if the gun laws say, well, we have nothing right now that prohibits somebody who may be mentally ill or an issue, they can come and get a gun. Which one will be treated first? And the easiest well, one to go after, because you're not, I don't see the mental health care. Well, they're all hard. That's the problem. So that's the reason we're doing right. nothing. They're, they're separate issues. I know. That's and I don't saying. like to lump them. Gun control and mental health are separate issues. Right. That's why it's I, like drug, that's why drug addiction. You can start lumping what's, it. What's more likely? You think what's, likely what's most likely is very little on any of it. That's what's most likely. That's exactly The problem for gun control is we at least, you should be, to me, even to be reasonable, some degree of a background check has to be there. Now, whether or not they are allowed at that point. See, there's a question is what point did it get into your civil rights? Let's say you pass a background check. 
that the government then have the right to monitor how many guns you get? Like, it might be something where once you pass the background check, you're left alone. Right. Maybe that's what we have to have as a compromise. Right. And that, but so that people, but, but no one's going to trust that system. That's one thing. Right. The fact that mentally ill people and children or young people are able to, well, like I said, I thought you had to be 21. I didn't know you were right. 18 to buy a gun. Well, I got I get something else for you. Watch. I'm not trying to go off on the left on this one or the right. Say I owe taxes and back taxes, you know, for a few years. The IRS is pretty efficient, would you say, Mario? They're pretty pretty on top of things, would you get? Well. And when I say at least adequately enough. They're, they're, they're making money for our system. Now, all of a sudden, I'm struck down with a mental illness. Do I still have to pay the bills? Yes. So they go like this. Yeah, you may have an issue, but we're still coming after the money. All right. So to, to me, I look at it this way and say, Oh, so the solution And they're is, not going to pay your rent. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, that's why you end up on the street. That's why I forget. Yeah, no, that's the point is, that's my point all is of that. It. Right. It's, it's sad. It's sad it's because sad. what happens is that what, you're, what we're admitting to is that these kind of system issues are linked. Yep. And that's why leadership involves an overall strategy and not a piecemeal strategy. Right. Because that has to be, you have to have a comprehensive strategy mm -hmm. for dealing. So mental health care needs to be dealt with. The whole system, which has, doesn't exist, has to be invented and set up. Yep. You have to have background checks done for guns. You have to have some means of identifying changes in law. So you need legislation on a national level. So that some way of dealing with people in a mental crisis has to be established, and the supporting infrastructure for that right. has to be established. Okay, now, now all of that is record-breaking shit, every bit of it. That's why I know I don't believe they're going to do anything. So the president, especially, said that the fumble on his part, which I guess was what I was supposed to talk about initially, so we got appropriately sidetracked, was that the president used this as a chance. He pimped the issue. He pimped the issue because he used the Florida shooting as a chance to strike out at the FBI. He's, you know, here I quote, very sad that the FBI missed all of the many signals sent out by the Florida school shooter. This is not acceptable. So he used this as a, so people are pissed off that he's using this as a political tool for himself. What do you think, Vic? I see you making faces over there. Wait I see you making faces. Wait a minute. Is everybody waiting for him to go, okay, all right. He, he's dug in the sand. Look, Mario, I keep saying this. Is he the richest president to ever be in office? <laughs> okay. And when you're the, richest, the richest president to be in the office, they go, they go, he looks around to me and go like this, all of y'all want what I got. <clears throat> so what makes me different than, say, a Jimmy Carter or, or Clinton, whomever he says, at the end of the day, it's about the money. It's all about the money which exerts your power. And they like how he pays, okay? And at the end of the day, I'm going like this. That's it. 
He ain't trying to collect money from the people who don't support him. <laughs> All he's worried about is his team. It's the greatest reality show. He said, hey, team, okay, go out there and fake it. Say a few things and I'll come back. Well, I'm going to get you paid. You think? How, do you think it's going to happen Wednesday? And if it does happen, how? You first of all, you're supposed to meet with the. Is that gonna happen? Look at you. Listen to me. Listen to me. Cherry pick, which I would do it too. Cherry pick your crew. I always say. Yeah, you would cherry this, pick who he's got up there. Anytime I see the ring, one word. When I see anyone going, we're having a a meeting, general public. Here's the people. You cherry pick it already. Don't go talk to those young people on their turf. You you just don't do it. Okay, so whatever's going to happen is his way of saying, I did something. Now, can y'all chill a little bit? Because he ain't throwing all that money. He said, none of them make money. They ain't paying me. Tuesday. And they're not in Mar-a-Lago. No, no, no. This is this is a good example of <laughs> you know, let's do something. We can't ignore. This is different. We're not talking to Hillary. <laughs> this is totally different to me, man. It's okay, man. I'm not trying to let the air out of the, out of the, the balloon. I'm just saying he if he does if he doesn't do anything, it looks really bad. But he ain't gonna go over there and go. Remember now, he said there was an island out there called Puerto Rico. Oh, he told okay. me this. And I said, we know he he's willing to ditch you. And that's family, children, everyone else. And I said, so you think some students. These are white folks. You think these students are going to make you. got to treat white folks different. No, he's not going to. He's not going to rebel against them. He is these not. These are white folks. Yeah, he's not going to rebel against them. Remember that. No, let's just see. Tell money is money, man. Okay. Okay, wait. Who are the Democrats? What's I'm the Democrats? not a, you know, I'm an Indian. <laughs> Who is it? Oh, I, I'm sure I will not he, defend the Democrats okay. who have failed. Like I said, they still, the Democrats have still failed to be able to capitalize on any of Trump's mess-ups because they're so disorganized themselves with, and, and no one knows who they are either. They, they're not as bad as the Republican Party, of course, who's fractionated, but and at least they haven't overtly supported horrible issues. But to the face of the Democratic Party is a dysfunctional unit itself. Give me a break. You know, if they don't have the leadership, what? Okay, whatever. News. That's the good news. The bad news. And definitely the other shit. Yeah. Take a break. I think a puff. We'll come back. Marijuana for dummies coming up next. Not just for dummies. It's just a catchy title.
And the thing about it is that the stuff is so good, and it's so cheap. They're under ten dollars. Right. They're under. So you, what can you lose? Uh, and it protects your phone. Okay. Oh. Well, you did a good job of showing it, man. I mean, I'm trying to find this video. Don't worry about the video, man. See what you're supposed to do. What? Use it, man. Okay, here's a video. Okay, here's a video that I shot using it. Right. Here's a video. Get some audio. This is with the light. I'm so close. I'm sitting on the stage. That's with the light. That's how close I am. I know you're sure here. Yeah, like to my face. All right, so that's what you see. Okay. And that's what happens, you know, it, it does a great job. And I went online, and they were something like $7. So it fits and protects your phone. This was called Glow, G-H-L-O-E, G-H-L-O-E. Right. I think I. You want me? You guys want me to show on Amazon? I can. Show no, no. Well, you you lit it up, man. You show it. It, it really just is lights up, right? <laughs> I'm just see by the time you. Just no, I'm fast. Yeah, Here fast. it is. The glow illuminating iPhone plus case. I turned it on. Damn it! You saw it. <laughs> no, it's better way. I said, okay. Here it is on. Here it is on Amazon. Right. It's six bucks. Okay. And they got them in colors. Okay. So I'm just saying, you know, that's what they want to see. Well, see they want to see you. Well, you, yeah, well, you, everybody wants something. <laughs> I want some shit, too. You, you, want, you want to sit and compare? Wait, I want wait, shit for a minute. Jimmy Kimmel would show you how it's Well, that's done. wonderful. I wish, and I wish Jimmy would. I want Jimmy to cut some shrimp. <laughs> okay, anyway, that was my point for that. <laughs> now, you guys ready? Yeah, we're ready. Ready to talk about the weed uh, business, right? Kind of a thing, but this is supposedly an indica dominant hybrid. That means it has 
some characteristics of both. But uh, it says indica dominant needs to have the, that, even though it's a hybrid, it leads more to that side. Right. Now, my experience is not quite the same. Again, just like SFDOG, which I bought like a half an ounce like last month, okay, which I happen to really like. That's a sativa that I said seemed to be, they call it an, uh, a hybrid, it's, you know, it's a hybrid that's sativa dominant. It seems like it hits harder or as hard, right. close to this. Okay. So that was supposed to be a hybrid that was sativa dominant. This is supposed to be a hybrid that's uh, indica dominant, and it does say it's for Mario's taste. Right. And they're both top shelf. Beautiful structure. What buds? I mean, I'm talking about. And like two hundred and five dollars an ounce. If you want an ounce of any of this, like two hundred bucks, they give you a free soda. I mean, a free marijuana. They give you some edible. There you go. That's better. They usually give you some right. edible. They right. have. All, I for a while it was the sodas. Right. So I have a bunch of marijuana sodas because I haven't really drank them. Right. And they're all upstairs in the you know in the chill box. But, right. Uh, but just for you to know, so that's what I'm smoking today. And you can see, I got up, did my morning routine, was out here at 8 o'clock, and I was smoking from about that time. And notice, you know, you know, not heavy, 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 but, you know, as I went around my morning routine smoking, and you can see that I'm not really physically affected to that degree, okay. or at least overtly. <laughs> now, if you were to challenge me to I'm walk the line to perform a variety of physical stunts, I may not perform well, but overtly, having been smoking and having my morning coffee, and I'm ready for my second cup, uh, I'm doing pretty good. So okay. there you go. That's the effect of having a sativa in the morning. Okay. okay. That's what I meant. Okay, you guys. My stories for the day really are kind of interesting. One, Berkeley, historically liberal, has declared itself a sanctuary city for marijuana users. And this is largely a symbolic move, okay? But it cements a policy they have where they tell employees that they are prohibited. Let me read it. That their employees from are prohibited from assisting federal officials in the enforcement of federal marijuana laws. Okay, so employees are prohibited from assisting federal officials in the enforcement of federal marijuana laws. The Berkeley City Council voted unanimously on Tuesday in favor of this resolution, which had been proposed by the mayor and two city council members. And let me quote them, Vic. The mayor, I quote the mayor. The mayor said, and I quote, I believe we can balance public safety and resisting the Trump administration. Wow. And he later said that the move was a direct response to U.S. Attorney General Jeff Sessions, I quote, misguided crackdown on our democratic decision to legalize recreational cannabis, end quote. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. So this is what's going down in Berkeley. Bravo, let's give it up for Berkeley. <laughs> Sanctuary City. Marijuana, you good? I always did like Berkeley. I always did. I ain't lying. Yeah, baby. Mm -hmm. Bravo. All right. Now, here's another thing. In Pennsylvania, where they have over 17,000 registered supposed medical marijuana patients, 
this week they finally get some place to buy their weed. That's <laughs> people. Because this week, and they have a, they have supposedly the first uh, pro medical marijuana governor in Tom Wolf, and he announced Tuesday that their registered marijuana medical marijuana patients will be allowed to purchase medicine at six dispensaries. We got six in ten miles. Wow. <laughs> wow. So we probably got how many in Los Angeles? 300, 400? I don't know. Yeah. They're going to have six wow. in the whole state. The first one, which is supposed to go public on 9 a.m. Thursday, is located in Butler. It'll be the first state-sanctioned dispensary uh, and is roughly an hour north of Pittsburgh. PMC? Wow. So I just want you to know. They, that's a big deal. I'm glad I live in my Another reason to live in Los Angeles. Bravo, Pennsylvania. I have a lot of family in Philly, wonderful people, love them. Much love to my Philly family. And so pretty soon they'll be able to get weed if they want to drive to Pittsburgh. Okay. You know, why are you laughing at? Just saying. You're laughing, man. They've been having weed all the, all the time. In other words, I've been to New York and Philly I've since I'm in my 20s. Hey, and I've been smoking weed the whole time. I was there, so I don't know. I always could get weed easily in New York. Come on. You can get New York. You can get weed everywhere. Anyway, so as part of this, the Philadelphia DA, by the way, is dismissing marijuana cases in mass. Okay? Uh, Billy DA, he just took office in January. He's already taking measures, and now he's dropped charges for marijuana possession right. and 51 people, and he's told the police not to make arrests simply for possession. Not, now, for sale and other things, yeah, that's different. But simply for possession, no. So, again, in a minute, so you can go to weed in Philly and have some weed. Now, once they recognize the right for people, this is what I want. I want all the medical marijuana states to openly acknowledge. Uh, I want them to openly acknowledge that it exists and let us transport. Why can't you carry some marijuana? If it's if it's legal here and legal there, why can't I put some in my suitcase? They're not worried about you. Oh, they want me to wait and get there and buy some weed so they can tax me. Yeah, bigger problem. So that's marijuana for dummies, yeah. you guys.
Shadow featuring Snowflake, too young. Free music, Creative Commons, Exterior TV. You guys ready for some sports? No, it's a holiday. <laughs> holiday or not, it's just a sports. We tell you to dress appropriately. Sports bras and jack straps on everybody. That's the way we do it here. Figure out with Zuzu Sports, the recurring segment of the Morning Cup with Mario Show. Here every week. Brought to you by the ball-headed black man, brothers here to make a wish. The man that, the ladies that make that sexual chocolate. It's Vic! It's Bart! Yeah! I'm glad you killed that way. First of all, if anybody's smart, if this is a holiday, they shouldn't be watching this show. Number two, it's the Olympics. They're going to watch that first. Number three, if you if you can't get over the Trump fascination, they're going to watch that next. And then we may come in in the second or third tier. Just want to let everybody know, because the sports is already done. So watch this. Watch this. Name what sporting event you watched from beginning to end over this weekend. From beginning to end? Yeah. None. I watched a bunch of them, though, the snowboard. See, I don't even know what the event is. Super long, ten-story runway on a snowboard. Yeah. They said it was equivalent to ten stories to a jump to the snowboard to do tricks. That was some awesome shit, but I can't say I watched it from beginning to end. You know, like I said, I'm one of the people, I can't even name the event in the Winter Olympics. Luge, that's the only one I can name. And curling, that's two, I guess I'm doing all right. Luge and curling. Okay, ice skating. So you know what I'm saying? But what, just regular speed skating? Oh, speed skating off the chain. Yeah, then they had figure skating. That most people. Well, why is that? Uh, you know what? It's kind of biased, dude. Look, that being shown. You know what? No, no. You know what? You know what I'm saying? Set to the side. Every sport has had something where it evolves and And yeah, I just can't. You know, I can't. It's hard. I know it's one of the most popular events. For for the USA, it's like the hockey, getting behind the hockey. But when the hockey's not winning, nobody paid attention to the USA, right? Everybody's like, oh, so you're not supporting it's them hockey. Now. So ho- the hockey team gets thrashed by they used the, to be ignored by the athletes athlete <laughs> from Russia. Nobody's talking about them. Mm-hmm. But see, now we're talking. And I'm not gonna even jump off into it, but I'll just say this: Beyond Chang, I know people are disappointed because. I, I'm saying this. A few things is happening in that, in the, well, the figure skating. I'll say figure skating. You know what's happening with the, the USA more than that? They're losing based on expectations, malfunctions, and attire. It's become the thing. So I'm trying and to get you. Wait, 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 wait a minute. It's been going on for years. Why are we having more? On this particular, are they getting a little bad bit? Bad luck. No, nah, man. They're they trying to, you they, know, they trying to bring it. You got have to see a trend. One time you have, so, no, you know, they just be bad luck. It's a few that's happening. A statistical abnormality. Right. So, first of all, I'm not going to slam any athlete that goes to the Olympics. I think just getting there is, is phenomenal. So, I don't get to those expectations. Like, what happened? The USA is not, not doing it, you know. Hey, look, Lindsey Vaughn, Schifrin, Chin. All of you guys did well. I'm not going to slam on you because you can't have it your way. Until you watch a country like Ukraine get its first medal, period. 
in a winter Olympic. You go, well, it could. He didn't exist. <laughs> he did. It existed. It's a pop I mean, they got medals and something else. Yeah. But, but, part of the Soviet but, Union. But this one. But, but, but yeah, now that they're, for at least the time being, right. you know, an independent country who knows what poop was. Well, what, yeah. Look, do you feel you're part of Arizona? No. So it doesn't matter if the borderline is there. You say, well, you're part of the United States, Arizona. You got There's a bunch of places I don't feel a part of. <laughs> right. Florida's one. Right. See, that's what I'm saying. There's a bunch so, of them. So the Ukraine is to watch them sit back and go, one medal. So respect to everyone. But let me go to the person or the people or the group or the community that needs to get recognition. Cross-country Competition. I, I think it's just ridiculously hard <laughs> because cross country is hard no matter hard. what way you do it. Right? Man, you run to the beach and then you start <laughs> to train. <laughs> Something's insane. It's wait, like wait. torture. You gotta be like a. Let me just say this. Let me just sit back and go bow down to Norway. They, they not only they most all their medals that's are coming. That's a visual. All their medals <laughs> are coming in cross country, skiing the competition mostly, and maybe some ski jumping as well. But they are dominating. Now, well, that's good. They, so, so they have that and fish. You know what? What you trying to do? Sprinkle? No, they have a higher standard of living. Though. Look, I agree. I like to know. No, no, no. Look, out of all the performing, they win something. What's yeah. wrong with other folks I, I winning? Just saying, man. I like it, but I'm gonna get to another point. I want to bow down and give respect because it ain't over yet. Because Germany is banging too. They're banging as it relates to the metal count. We'll get that in a second, man. But I'm gonna go over to what you were talking about because I truly believe this is going to be a story that's going to come up because the kids or the youth or the young men and the young ladies are going higher and higher and higher. It's not just the snowboarding. Uh, and the ski jumps or the snowboard jumps, how high they're going. No big deal when I forgot where the athlete came from, which country, may have been Austria. Last week he broke his neck. Oh, yes. I All right. Know. But he, but he, the prognosis is good. Yeah. I mean, a broke neck just means a fracture. Right. It means a fracture. Now, watch this. I'm just saying this. He's not from the USA, of course, so it doesn't have the same right. sphere of influence. They have better insurance. <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah, wait yeah, a minute. Yeah, we stay in the way. So wait a minute. Get so, some care. so we already are talking about sports that are going to eventually have to change the game as it relates to what they're doing with boxing, MMA, UFC, football. Everybody's protecting themselves and saying, look, it's too violent. Do you do you see what I see when they're jumping and, and they're, 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 the flips and everything, and you're going like this? You know it's going to come where somebody's not going to land on their feet. And when the guy hit, and I saw where, where he hit, I said, is anybody looking at this and going, well, is it going to be a trend that they're going to start rebelling against this, or is it going to get even more popular? Yeah, because it doesn't happen. Okay, the events. Like this happened because they're they're non-Olympic things in the beginning. I know that they're they're trends that started society yeah. that become really popular based on a fan base. So snowboarding came out of no place. First of all, you have the people still competing. I think Sean White was one of the originals who even designed right first created and designed snowboards. Okay, so it didn't exist. 
So this, these types of events that came out of pure popularity from the street. Oh, well, we know. So I don't know. In other words, that's the way they got to be Olympic events. Even if you ban them from Olympic competition, they're going to still do it. They'll still be doing it in every so, ski resort right. that you have. I don't know if you could you could ban the, the you the could make you could make rules on the restrictions right. of how high only three stories, not you know, five. Some, right? Something <laughs> like you know, but. I don't know, baby, because to me the luge is crazy. I can deal with the luge. They're up there going like 90 miles an hour on a sled. I can deal with the luge. Oh, shit, no, I can't. <laughs> 90 miles an hour on a sled. I can do 90 miles an hour on a bike. Wait a minute. I need to see 60 miles an hour. So you can you do a triple? No, I can't do a single. <laughs> I can do one of those wide world of sports great crashes where the guy wait bounces. Minute. Wait a minute. Look at that old Just, dude bounce down the hill. Okay. A ski jump looks tame now, doesn't it? Depends who you are. Hey, can you have Ten stories don't look looking down. I looked at that thing and said, shit. <laughs> Wait a minute. Shit. And they're going How do you work up the ten stories? They're going to length plus a football field. Oh. They go up. Yeah. So let me just say this. I can't do Which it. one out of the three? I can't do it. Snowboard, uh, you know. Yeah, you know, the half pipe. No, all the whole thing. Right, all whole, <laughs> whole super whole You call it. Uh, right. Luge, ski jump. Which no, one? Man. Which one would you do first? If you had to have a choice. I'm not doing luge at all. Yeah, all right, the other one? You, well, you got the half pipe, you know. What's just, the half pipe? Well, okay, forget about it. it just think I of, can't do none of those ten-story things. <laughs> I can do figure skating. I, no, you know okay, what I can I'm, do I, really good? I can well, do curling. That's more than the most boring sport in the winter. Olympics. No, let me say this. My first suggestion, everybody's going to say, here's, here's, ignorant, here's ignorant Vic. I said, there should be speed curling. It's like shuffleboard. You, notice you're the one who said shuffleboard. Man, people love shuffleboard. What, what, year, cruise ship, what year did that? Every cruise ship has okay, shuffleboard. No, no, wait. I believe in on a princess speed cruise, you saw curling. I believe that they have to go faster. And then once they get down there, they have a certain amount of time where they go like, you have now 15, 10 seconds. When you're laying on your stomach, you want to go slow. Yeah. It's too slow. I'm telling you, no matter what it is. When you're laying on your stomach, you want to go slow. Curling on steroids, man. All you're going to do is get your face in something. All right. Let me go on on over here. All right. Let me take you down to, okay, not Nike, but everybody was hoping she would. Do something, something, right? Lizzie Vaughn, not only getting the social media backlash. Tiger will take her to another. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's done, man. That's right. That's, That's done, done, man. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll reach out. No, no, no. It's done. Look, the woman has done enough for us. She has to always stay oh, yeah, on top. For her Why anyway. is it that you guys, not you guys, not the ones that say, hey, look, it ain't me. It's the haters that's going like, oh, she let you down. Your ass don't she even didn't speak. let anybody oh, down. Oh, no, no, no. They're getting her because they, first they're going to strip away how she, she's doing her social media and how she's talking. I said, oh, let me just say this. If you're a ski jumper or anyone like that, you have to do the normalcy of how you communicate. You always have to be neutral, always have to be safe and political. But when you go watch MMA and the boxing, they talk their ass off. Nobody complains about that. They actually love it. They say, yeah, talk shit. The more you talk shit, the better it is. 
So if she sits up there and says something with an attitude, all of a sudden, ooh, everybody gets all up in, in a roar. Get out of the suit. That's true. She did a good job, man. You know, give her give her. Hey, we don't want our priests or rabbis. <laughs> you know, there you go, man. There you go. Speak with art, slang, and right. profanity. Now, and let me just say this. A lot of fourth places by the Americans. So they've already. Wonderful. No, no, no. And, and, and what they're doing is comparing this in the last two Winter Olympics. This, this is the worst showing. You're better than the summer. I'm just, just letting, <laughs> letting it go. Hey, we can't stay up there all the time. But yeah. if you want to see the actual medal count right now, because I was watching to see if there was going to be any impact, there's none. Right now, Norway still at 26, probably more now since I haven't updated in a few hours. Germany at 18. If you want to, if you want to go see it more, you can scroll down. You can actually see Canada, our neighbor, going like, what's up, USA, where you at? They're at 16. Uh, Netherlands, 13. The Olympic athletes of Russia. Now, notice what they say. This is their way of going. Russia is not going to be officially in until the doping stuff goes away and they pay their penalties. But there are certain athletes who are not, you know, guilty of abuse and doping. They get to still be called Olympic athletes of Russia. So they're doing a little bit better. No. So I'm just, <laughs> so I'm just saying, man. <laughs> Right. I got to give him props. Don't penalize everyone, man. Look, how many fours do we have doping in it, and how abusive was it in the last, say, 10, 15, 20 years? Only, only dopes no. use dope. All right. So everybody does. Only, we only all dopes. Have, there we go. I myself, my body's a temple. Yeah, right, right. Therefore. Okay. All right. Just want to give you an update. I didn't show everything. I'm just kind of shocked at some of the uh, countries uh, not performing as well as I thought. And the USA is going to do okay. So that, that's cool. And we got another week, several days. I'm not sure if it's a week and a half or so, maybe short of a week, to watch to see if they can get some more medals. In the meantime, NBA weekend, All-Star LA. They're already saying it's no place like LA. Even LeBron, he may have been just putting it out there. But what other city would you want to hold it? Don't regular? respond. You already spent 50000 It's okay. It's worth it. I tell you what, I tell you what, if, if all of a sudden they get him and he says, just stick it in their face, I'll pay the 100 Gs. Magic will do it. So that that's, nobody's caring about that right now. So let me just say this. You watch beginning to end of any of the NBA All-Star Weekend events. I watch the dunk. I always like to watch the dunk. Okay, so you watch that one, the beginning of to the end. Well, I don't know about beginning to end again. It's only four. It's the whole thing. What is this? Test of cut. See, I want to be able to post. I watch. I got to post the right question. I don't want to. I don't want a general opinion. I'd rather have a specific thing. So let me just say this: which of the which of the athletes you didn't see dunk? I saw all of these. It's only four. So you watched watched it all. Well, most of it. Okay. So oh, I Larry Nash, their father. You said you watched most of it. Did you catch the beginning or you turned it away at the end? I don't remember. <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. This is important. It should be. Who okay. Did it go to your expectation? I didn't have any expectation. None whatsoever. No, not for a dunk championship. I would have no idea. I'm usually amazed at who dunks and who doesn't. Yeah. Because it's not often the people who are, in other words, there's many times People who are not normally known for being big scorers in game right. do well in dunking things. True, true. You know, and some of them also have, are notoriously 
poor in other areas. Like sometimes you have people who do wonderful and dunking but have zero defense when it comes to regular games right. during the year. So this gets to be a, a point of expertise True. in terms of doing almost tricks and stuff for many people. Right. And I and I must admit, I love the way they changed up the judging game, that they had a mixture of judges. They had Julius Irving, they had, uh, I think it was Lisa Leslie, yeah. they had Chris Rocks, and uh, Khalid. Khalid, yeah. yeah I'm a, I'm a, here's so I, my, that was kind of cool. I like this. Now, here's my suggestion to add on to that, because I do believe that there, there's, this, that there's the group that's of a certain age, but I believe they should have a group of five judges, and the age range should be like 12 to 15-year-olds only on the other side. That would be a good, that would be they, interesting to see if they yeah. see the same thing because I truly believe you might have to take it a little older because then you can pull the people from social media. Uh, well, Seventeen, eighteen. But see, but kids are so impacted at such yeah. a younger age. Teenagers, let's yeah. just say teenagers. Yeah. I want. I don't want them. I really don't want them. I, I, I'm trying to stay away from those who are already on the cusp of going. I'm about to play in college. I'm about. They're already there. I like when all of a sudden you get those kids. They go like. Well, what I seen is not what you saw. I saw I saw something different than what you did, and they may or may not get a score. And I'll be shocked to see a kid go like this: three. We used to do this on hot picks. We used to sit there and go, "Well, it really is terrible if we vote any of the hot picks back in the day and give them a two or a three. And we would laugh about it because it was entertaining. But the honesty from children is just, I think, it's so entertaining, that whole point of it. So I'm just hoping that they, they add something to it. Because the five judges, I think it's cool, but they tend to be in the same, kind of same vein. Well, I thought that was a pretty, I thought it was diverse. Very oh, yeah, diverse. Who I have in that sense, having really two people that were in basketball. Or right. Only two. Okay. But definitely, one could make a, you one could go on and on about that. What? All right, now, now here we go. Right person win the uh, dunk contest? Oh, I'm not the person. Yeah, yeah. Did you like Larry Nance's dunk? Yeah, I was, and, he, and, I, and it reminded me, because I, I, he's one of the people that I enjoyed as a Laker. Remember, right. I'm one of the ones to be convinced. Right. Yet still about the Lakers' move. So it's already, this has already gone down in my book. Right. This one and Clarkson as yeah. moves, I, I don't know. Yeah. So, so there we go. I, but he did a wonderful job. I really appreciated what I saw of him. Yeah. And I, it reminded me of dunks I've seen him do during the game. Right. He, he gets in some dunks during the games too. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I enjoyed him. Yeah, I think there. I enjoyed uh, 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 Donovan Mitchell. Well, yeah, he was. He, he was it. wonderful. Yeah, he won it. Yeah. Uh, Donovan won it, and, and and understandably, I can I can see why. And Dennis. Um, Dennis uh, Smith, everybody picked because they said, hey, look, he's he's one of those cats. Victor Oladipo, once he put on the Black Panther mask, I said, you better not mess, man. Don't put that mask on and you miss that first one. Once he missed that first one, I just I just said, okay, man, that's it. Because you're not supposed to do it. You make sure you get that first one off. You know, this is important. All of these events to me, the first of all, the, all of these events and the nature and tone is – not so much athletic or competition as it is more hype to me. Yeah. So it's hard to take any of the competitive aspects 
right. really seriously to me because right. it has so much hype. Even the way the judging is going to be all over the place, right. I'm sure they have their own priorities, this and that. Right. So no matter who you get, so and it is, it's not, it stays like that. It's like the Pro Bowl, right. but better. Right. To me, because yeah. of the kind of ways they make it happen. So no, wonderful. But let's like to say, better watching to me than watching the skill sets from the Pro Bowl. I'm just saying. Well, yeah, you, you're talking about football. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you watch football because the football, the Pro Bowl is their attempt to do the same kind of a thing. But they have they the, changed it too. Chosen team, you know, these yeah. different teams. But they have the other, events. they have the dodgeball and all those other types well, of Well, I'm just saying, yeah. that's what I'm saying. They all have things they're adding to make it. Absolutely. It doesn't make any difference. I think that so far right now, for whatever reason, the NBA comes out better for some reason. Okay. Now. Watch, watch this one. Three-point competition, Devin Booker, he wins it. Phoenix Suns, straight shoot lights out. Didn't know he was as tall as I thought. I thought he was like 6'3", 6'4", but I think he's about 6'6", something like that. Skills challenge, Spencer, Dinwiddie, Brooklyn Nets, he won. Uh, And then, of course, I think everybody was looking at Joel Embiid because to see the gracefulness and the power in the three-point shooting and the skills challenge, they had him picked and you got to see the big man do something that usually looks small. Yeah, guard. nice. So I, I enjoyed that. Yeah. If, if, now, 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 with that being said, I looked at the skills challenge. More people were cheering for that in comparison to the three-point competition because the three-point competition is just one guy shooting at a time. It's different, you know, if you have two guys and at opposite ends and you're showing them, but it's just one guy, and they're just waiting to see if he starts off slow, if he starts off and then – he may or may not do so well. If he's got low points and he's in his last group of baskets, they're not really cheering for anything. But on the skills challenge, you got to see the big men sit back and go like, yeah, you young guys, you can run down the court fast as you want to. We got skills in different areas and strengths. So I enjoyed that, and I listened to the crowd. Now, that was my pick as the most enjoyable based on the crowd reaction. Then I got to Team LeBron versus Team Stephan. Thank God this format worked enough to change it from the last few years. I don't know if you watched the game, that it comes down to the last shot. Not sure if you watched at the very beginning of the game, they straight up came and started playing defense. I was going, whoa. Well, well, yeah, even though, okay, it's kind of hard not to mention that they changed the format of the game to the degree Mm -hmm. that it's a whole different thing. media I mean, but the whole game, it's not a, you know, uh, it's not even an AFC, I mean, a regional South versus West no. or or the, or or one league. You know, like street ball. No, it's just like they choose up their own team. Right. So, yeah, like, uh, again, so that's my point. It has to do more to me with the kind of things that they're experimenting with. But did you watch any of it? Did you like I watched it? some of it. Did you like it, or did you find it to go, well, you know what, I'm trying to separate the east I think the that it makes for, okay, once you, it makes for a more exciting product. I think my reservations only have to go with deciding what it is you want the, 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 it to be. Right. In other words, when you say the all-star, you have to decide what that's going to be. And what they've decided to make it into is a 
Hollywood style promotional festival. Right. That's all I'm saying. There right. are those people who are gonna question just that. There's nothing almost nothing all star competition. you know, in other words, you know traditionally all stars or any kind of thing like that focused around specific achievement oriented mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. So now the emphasis is on a promotional type of branding product. Right. And I'm just saying that's a big difference. Whether people enjoy it or or not, I would say, well, it's done to appeal to those elements specifically that are promotional. So it should appeal more to people who are, at least it makes branding sense to me, because the people who may have the other issues are older and the, and the younger groups, like you said, don't relate for those reasons, and therefore it makes sense. But it is that is just an observation of mine. Now you're promoting all-star to mean Hollywood event, you know, fun time, party, nothing related to actually the achievement of the sport, kind of. Well, no no sport is playing all out. We know that. Well, I'm just saying all of them are changing because yeah. why? Remember, I'm just acknowledging the truth. That's why they changed. They right. changed because they had a lack of viewership yeah. because people weren't watching. Now, yeah. Now, what they did to do that, like I said, is to make these kinds of changes they all did. Right. I'm just acknowledging that that's what it was, and that's yeah. why it was done. Yeah. So whether or not it appeals in that way, then I go, yeah, this depends. On, I don't know. I can tell. I say as an Internet producer, it makes sense. Well, I like what LeBron said. He said, look, scoring 190 points last year, people all over the world watching this, then – just watching an offensive show and we're not even trying to compete with each other is sad and we had to change this and I like the idea that he addressed that instead of saying we have to play some semblance of defense and make it competitive because we are putting on a show for all these people to see the best players play not just offense but some defense and I, that part I enjoyed now where it goes I think it's here, a good idea though Vic I, I, I would you know, because I, I go it's cool to at, me. right to me it makes it's more okay I didn't remember. It wasn't necessarily criticism as an observation. Right. The game itself makes more sense because one thing I will agree with is that the old way was boring back then. Right. I was bored back then with yeah. both football and basketball versions right. of this. Yeah. Uh, by the way, baseball doesn't have a version of this. They have an all-star game. They have an all-star game. See, the bad thing about baseball is that they don't want to do anything but play the baseball, do the hum- home run, the home run derby. Okay, do the home. That's right. I thought right. I remembered that. So they do that, but see, they're, they're, the they're keeping. They're, they're, they're they're Shows I remember their game. Yeah, they're they're staying within the tradition of their framework. They're not trying to do anything extra. Not trying to put on any shows. So their numbers got to be going down. Yeah, they've <laughs> already been losing, and they're not going to change. They're going to stay away. The thing, well, they may have to change. In other words, that's the. I'm acknowledging the handwriting. It was not our world. The right. world of the sports consumer is changing, and they want something different. So yeah. the fact that all of them have to adjust, as far as I know, all of them are adjusting. The NFL, a lot, too. NBA just seems to be doing, to me, a better job. Yeah. Yeah, they they have. They definitely have. Okay, going down to this uh, exit subject, I know probably many people didn't realize a little bit of history was made yesterday, but you have to be a fan of this particular sport because uh, Bubba Wallace, 
busting down racial barriers and making history. And if everybody knows uh, the, I guess you can say the GOAT of racing, NASCAR, is Richard Petty. And his team, Petty Racing, has not been competitive for decades, although he is the GOAT. It is kind of like same as what Michael Jordan was going through when he first started, you know, with the ownership of Charlie Bobcats, greatest player of all time, but they're in mediocrity, but they're getting better now. Well, right now, this guy, Bubba, first, and I'll just read it right offhand. He did something on Sunday's Daytona 500 that no other NASCAR Cup Series rookies ever had. Has. He came in second to Austin Dillon, who eventually won, and it was the highest finish by a freshman full-timer, but it was also the best finish ever by an African-American driver, breaking the mark set by Wendell Scott, 13th place in 1966. The 24-year-old Wallace... A video game playing social media darling makes history as the first black driver since 1969 in the Daytona 500. Mm-hmm. Wallace, the son of a white father and a black mother, has openly talked of becoming the Tiger Woods of NASCAR. For Richard Petty, the one that they all look to, to embrace him, and I love what Richard, based on what Daryl said, Daryl said, he told me, he said, Whatever you do, don't wreck the car because it's about the money. If anybody watched the Daytona 500, it was the car crash event. This is the first race of the year. It's, it's the biggie that starts off the whole season. You're talking about eliminating cars. This was this is like I was going like this. I said, do you see these wipeouts? The idea that you have to survive. I mean, more than half the cars were wiped out on the field. Now, that being said, let me talk about the coverage real quick. I can't remember what channel. Was it Fox? I think it was Fox. I think it was on Channel 11. Whatever, I'll just, I'll renege on who I think it is and check it. Please, you guys, when they have these events, these cars, and they're doing crashes, and you guys cut away beforehand, and then you show the side-by-side, and you keep showing eight commercials by the event. And everything is going on. Cars are wrecking. It's cautious. You guys keep showing the commercials. I call the producer piss poor. And that's probably why your ratings are going down. Excuse me. I bet you any money if Trump was speaking, you guys would cut away from the Wow, they ran it like that while they they did it multiple times. You know the timing was so bad? See, the bad part about it is they can monitor it. While they do the side by side. Somebody's idea. And when the and the crash is happening. You're literally trying to find out what has happened, and this commercial is still going. Their audio is up, and I'm sitting up here saying, so you know the reason why you guys are losing ratings. So your money is getting in the way, but I'm one of those people that went like this. I said, no, you guys, so so you want to keep showing commercials. And then you kept showing more after. You did it a few times, and I said, you know, bust it. I'm out. Thank you, Daryl, for winning. You kept my attention. Other than that, I would have turned away. So, hey, congratulations to Daryl Wallace. Got to give it full-time driver. I expect him to go a long way. I hope it works out. Come in second place, man, be happy with it. He was so excited. He didn't know what to do. His mom came up, hugs, tears, everything. For him, he made a mark. He wasn't expected to win. I know that. But coming in second place, more than expected. Shout-outs. Sports, I'm done. Man, next time, y'all take it to another place, please. Take it to another place. Not with the commercials. 
do anything. I, can't, I couldn't take it, dude. I kept going like this. It sounds so obnoxious. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, that's okay. I'm done. Big Rattles News News Sports. Recurring segment of the Morning Public Mario Show. You can get this here every week. Big Rattles News Fan Base Your Sports. Written and directed by the black man. Remember, we tell you, dress appropriately. Sports bras and dot straps with your own local retreat. That's right. New Sports. Hot Navy. Yeah. Come on now. Come on up next, the hot picks. Going to get the robe open. It's going to be wonderful. I've been 
finding myself looking at stories that are interesting for me to post and to remind of people who have made history, who have done such a wonderful thing and being able to make a trailblazing mark in our ethnicity and culture, I also come across other similarities. And so what I wanted to do as I ran across this is to say, hey, look, I'm running across stories that also deal with Native Americans. And so first thing it prompted me to do is say, hey, let me go look at people who are either known in one respect, the industries that they are more visual, you know, actors, models, sports, you name it, and see who is that individual that comes from a certain tribe or culture or community and then try to figure out which one we think is going to be the most popular as far as the tribe that most people are connected to. Is it the Creek Indians? Is it Choctaw? Uh, is it Apache? Some, some, of, some of the people here are first known as great entertainers or great performers, but they also have a mark of Native American history. So, we're going to pull it up and just see what's up. Uh, you all right, Mark? Yeah, I'm not. This is what's up here. Well, I see you right here. You sure? <laughs> I see you right here. It's on the website. <laughs> oh, it just needs to refresh. Oh, see. 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 You see what he did? He gave me a heart murmur. See what he did. He, that was kind of what they call a joke. Psych, psych me up. So, so this is what I'm doing. We're just more or less recognizing those achievements. Beautiful, powerful women of Native Indian descent. And we're going to see if you can find yourself where you say, oh, yeah, I can tell. I can see. I can tell. Well, if not, if you were pleasantly surprised. We're going to start with our first young lady. And you may or may not know of her. Her name is Jana Monchanet. Singer, songwriter, actress, author, and philanthropist. Better known by her stage name, Janet is an American singer, songwriter, actress, author, philanthropist. She is originally from Robeson County, North Carolina, a two-time Grammy nominee and a nine-time nanny winner. Her music is steeped in R&B and gospel roots, which introduced her to the mainstream. She comes from the Lumbi and Tuscarora descent. You know what, Martin? Should y'all get a lesson here? I've never heard of a particular. Well, I know there's there actually are a lot of tribes, so we haven't heard of probably. Oh yeah, ninety percent. Ten of them. See, this is what the education I got. We only get the ones that they have on TV. That's the way you get there. That's the way we learn, right? That's the history, and there's not an area where they educate us. And when you go read up on this, you really find out some wonderful things about them. So I'm learning, but I want to recognize this is more than she just happens to be a great performer, singer, songwriter, and happens to be from the Lumbi, Tuscarora descent, or Native Indian tribe. I love that. Congratulations to you. We're going to take it to the next. And see if you can remember, because I believe everybody's going to say, yeah, I, I, I didn't know. Tracy Bingham, actress, model, television personality. American actress, model, and television personality who is best known for playing Jordan Tate on the television series Baywatch. Of course, Bingham is a vegetarian, has posed for PETA's. All animals have the same parts. Have a heart. Go vegetarian. 
campaign. Now, yeah, hi. she's from Cherokee descent. Did you know that, Mario? No. Uh, it's going to change. It's worse for me. It's going to change your mind. No. <laughs> My mind was made up the first time. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do you see? Think any? about the children. <laughs> think <laughs> about the children. <laughs> so wait a minute. So see, I'm too wondering. late for me now. Yeah, okay, but it, see, part of part of I'm going is is that we need to know more about people's back. We do. TV does a great job of making it. One dimension. Yeah, they they make it one well, dimension. Before it was something that you did, you were hiding. Yes. Now the it wasn't considered an asset. Absolutely. Now Absolutely. you're considering it an asset. There you go. So yeah, Marlo didn't know. Let's let's go find out about someone who's recently been in the news. And <laughs> let's see if it makes a difference to Mario. Simply, Karen McDougal, model and Playboy Playmate of the Year, charity. Trump. Okay, American model and actress. Equal no. opportunity. <laughs> she has been a successful fitness model with multiple magazine appearances, including being the first woman to appear on the cover of men's fitness magazine. She starred in the arena and a direct-to-video film and inspired the creation of a fantasy art statuette and a doll. She is hot right now because of other reasons, but that should not take away that it is this woman is from Cherokee descent. Well, it doesn't take away. It does, does, it, does it add? It adds. <laughs> see, see, for the right reason, right? Okay. No, okay for, the wrong right, for the right reason. Like I said, you guys, I didn't know this. So coming across this is kind of shocking to me. There's only one in here that I knew. First one, Jen. I can look and say, oh, yeah, I see it. I knew it. All right, let's go to the next. You've seen this woman as well, uh, actress and model. Uh, Cherokee descent, can I say, Sally Richardson. Okay, we know. Born in Chicago, Illinois, daughter of an African-American and Native American mother and a white father oh. of Italian and English descent. Richardson started as the Department of Defense agent and later head of Global Dynamics, Allison Blake, in the sci-fi comedy drama series, Eureka. Her second pregnancy was written into the storyline of the series. Richardson also worked as the director of an episodic television, episodic television following her directorial debut on two episodes of Ava DuVernay's original drama series, her own, Queen Sugar. Got to give props, didn't know that, on which her husband, Don Drake Whitfield, appeared as a series regular. Didn't know that she had a little charity in there. That made yeah. And I think it's going to make a difference to you, Mari, right? No. It's that same shit. You know what? That's what I'm told you. You know what? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But you know, this is a camera. But you know what they do? You you know what they do? If they shoot down, when they shoot down, it can make you look smaller and shorter. When they shoot down, it looks like they're shooting down. But that that takes not takes away from her. She's still beautiful. All right. Our next one up. Okay. Yeah, this. This woman you already know, Cherokee descent, simply known as a fox, Megan, American actress and model. She co-starred, of course, in uh, Transformers, you know, The Range of the Fallen. Later in 2009, she started the anonymous, uh, uh, oh, I can't see that word, led a black comedy horror film, Jennifer's Body. Anonymously, whatever yeah, I can't even see, mine is blurted, that's blurted out. In 2014, Fox started as April O'Neil in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and reprised the role in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows, 
Fox is considered one of the modern female sex symbols and has appeared in magazines such as Maxim, Rolling Stone, and FHM. There is also an additional thing if you want to get involved in her reference to how she feels about men. You want to see that part? Just go read it on the website. Yeah, because I want to stay in the positive because, you know, her personal choices of how she feels about men is not that positive. It's okay. So leave it alone. Just going by, this woman is has native Indian descent. All right. I'm going to take you to the next one. All right. You ready for this? Last name Lewis. First name Ananda. Television personality, model, and activist. Her native heritage is Creek and Blackfoot. American TV personality. She was an MTV VJ from the 1990s until 2001 when she left the network to host our own broadcast, syndicated television talk show, The Amanda Lewis Show. An avid animal lover, Lewis has served to co-host of the AE television network show, America's Top Dog, as a spokesperson for the Humane Society. She has also been a spokesperson for Reading is Fundamental, a nonprofit literacy group. And in 2000, people included Lewis on its list of the world's 50th most beautiful people. Did you know about Ananda Man? No. You're kind of impressed. I, yeah, impressed. I'm impressed. You're impressed. Huh? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. That outfit is banging on it. So it, it is. I got to give her um, special recognition. Now, I'm about to go to our last one, but I, I'm doing this because this person all the time gets recognized automatically. When you see her, when you look at her, Moon Bloodgood, actress, model, believe it or not, no native Indian descent. She has, she has spoken about this many times. Everybody keeps thinking that I got native. Why do they think she, because of her name? Name and her looks. If you see her looks and jawbone, she's got Korean descent. Uh, so it, it, it's interesting. It bothers Irish descent, but she gets hit with it all she's the time. She's the one that gets called on. All the, look, she's on the list as number one. When you go look online and say Native American descent, celebrity, she's on there and she's quoting. No, no, no. So just to give special recognition to somebody who's being adopted by a lot of people to say, I am. Just accept it. You just, she's got the look. And, she, and I guess, I actually said, Boom, blood good. Oh yeah, native. It. I, the Boom, name. Blood good. Well, it makes it sound. It makes it sound that way. But she is now officially off the list. <laughs> okay. Now, okay, Mar. Let's go to the top and see who you are more impressed with, or who you were surprised that they had Native American ancestry. Take it to the top. Rolling up. Wow, this woman is so beautiful, <laughs> Janet. <laughs> Jana. From the top, Jana Monchoni. Yes. Tracy Bingham. Wow. <laughs> What's her name? Karen McDougal. Mm-hmm. Sally Richardson. Mm-hmm. Megan Fox. Amanda Lewis. And non-native, <laughs> right? Move blood good. Okay. Anyone that surprised you uh, more so? I Megan mean, Fox. Megan got you. Yeah. Amanda Lewis got me. I I just 
Any black person can be <laughs> jacked up. Why do you want to say that? Because they always mix for something. Well, Creek and Blackfoot. Hey, this is special recognition and embrace your heritage. The whole message about this is to recognize more than a pretty face. These are talented women, and they also Native American ancestry proud. And I'm glad we got to this point in our time where people are now over embracing it. So funny to see it. Accept who you are. That's it, man. Hoppix is over. That's it. That's it. Wow. Look, that was wonderful. Ooh, man. They kind of a day where they go over to it again. Remember, we're here every week. Be part of the party. Right? We'll be here tomorrow. We'll be here tomorrow night for the quiet storm at 8 o'clock. Friday, we got the full Friday night agenda. I, Victor. Mr. Vico's Challenge Award winning show at 9. We'll have a special 8 a.m. Show, 8 p.m. show. See y'all!
Thank you, Blog Talk.